There, it's recording. Hooray! It's us. Your friends. Not your friends. Your neighbors? Um, the people that make you beverages sometimes and then you don't tip them. Even though we're in the middle of the pandemic and risking our lives every day. Yeah. Just so you can have a smidge of normalcy. You're welcome. I'm glad that your life gets to be normal. Hi, I'm Sophie Hadamio. I'm Natalie Cowan. And I'm that Paul was R- Paul Rucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Paul Rucker. <laughs> Why did I make him so sorry? That's your impression of a white person. <laughs> <laughs> I think you think you think. Well, that's like on and a, this is a body. <laughs> that's well, whenever like if you hear people's like I guess on South Park, mm-hmm. especially whenever they do a gay person's voice, it's like they always go into like that Southern gay voice. Yeah. I mean. Like, what's his face? Who was the teacher? Mr. Garrett? Is that his name? I don't know. I I haven't watched any of it since, like, season one, because my parents had it on VHS. (sighs) I'm Paul Rucker. Is that closer? Um, Yeah, that's closer. Uh, That was Paul Rucker. And this is... (laughs) The body. (laughs) The blood. The michelada. A podcast. A podcast. (laughs) I'm not good at doing that voice Um, Paul isn't with us today Because he's dead (laughs) And by that I mean If you want to send your condolences Please uh, Hit up our Instagram At bbmitchellata His network adapter isn't working So he might as well be dead Yes Um, But um, if you want to help out with that Problem Put us up on Patreon to help continue to fund His this, the, our lives because the economy is falling apart around us. I still haven't qualified for unemployment. Wait, no, I qualified for unemployment today, but I've lost more than a month and a half of wages, so I'm broke. Yeah. Please donate to our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/BBMichelada. That wasn't meant to be an ad. But, um, here we are. Here we um, are. Times are rough, y'all. So it's been like a month since we posted any um, episodes. I believe the last what the last episode that we had up, I never ended up editing because shit got rough that week. So if you almost died, I I mean I didn't almost die, but I I was COVID uh, positive. That was scary. Yes. More because I didn't know what was going to happen. And from what I had heard from everyone, it was just a slow burn. And so literally things could change from day to day. And you know what? Sometimes it did. Sometimes it did. Mm -hmm. But more than anything, I was just uncomfortable and I couldn't breathe. I still am struggling to breathe. But I've uh, technically um, been... Negative for two weeks. Hooray! Is it two weeks? Three? Maybe three? I don't know. I think it's like two. Wait, I got I got my second negative because res- I had to take two tests in order to come out of uh, quarantine to go back to work. Uh-huh. I got my results on Juneteenth, so... However long ago that was. It feels like forever. Almost it's- a month. Is already? Oh, oh no, it's like the beginning of the third week. Never mind. Okay. So yeah. I'm there. Um, the last episode we recorded was like the last week of May. And that was when all the Black Lives Matter protests started up for George Floyd. After he was killed. And shit got really heavy. I mean, it's still heavy. We're still in the thick of it. There are still people out protesting, like, every day. And good for them. And, um, that's what today is, ep- today's episode is gonna be kind of dedicated to us kind of unpacking what has occurred in the last month. 
because I just think it's been too heavy to not address it. Yeah, it's... And... It would be a disservice to not... To just pretend it never happened and just go on with our exactly. lives. Because especially since so much of our content is focused on true crime, like, it would be fucking stupid for us to ignore it. Because literally most of the like the stories that people want to hear and like to listen to are the unsolved cases and a lot of that has to do with the mishandling of justice by the police yes and the fact that there aren't as many people in the true crime community that have haven't addressed it is bullshit and i'm fucking pissed about it <laughs> yeah no it's not Right, like you get your following and you get your clout and all of that. Like you build your career on the backs of unsolved murder. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to talking about how a lot of this is because of the fault of our police and the mishandling in our crime, you turn a blind eye to it. Like what is your what is your podcast about then? Are you just glorifying murder? Yeah. Are you that's just glorifying crime? Because that's not why I'm in. I mean, I like fascinated. I don't know if I'm necessarily fascinated by it or the fact that I just I wish these crimes would get more attention so then they can be brought to justice because a lot of them it's like it's fucked up. Like, well, we completely missed Pride Month because of every everything. Yeah. Um, when we talked about Pride last year, we talked about Marsha P. Johnson and. She fucking said it herself. The police don't care about us. They're not, they weren't gonna work hard on trying to solve their cases when, you know, young black people show up killed, let alone transgendered people, you know? Oh, yeah. How many transgender, pe transgender women are just being murdered in droves this year mm -hmm. i want to say that at least against minorities this just in, two, in 2020 has been astronomical the attacks against asian americans african americans trans people gay people just lots of people the disabled community mm -hmm. people in the military like oh a my lot God. of stuff is especially like now well, like, everything that happened with Vanessa Guillen, mm -hmm. like... There's a I mean, we, 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 we knew about this shit, but, like... But especially right now out, that we're... Yeah. Everything is under a microscope right now, but, like, it needs to be. Yeah, we need to start holding people accountable. Mm -hmm. the, especially the people in power. You know, yeah. you shouldn't be there if you can't handle it. Right. And no no one in this administration or anyone in power currently, even those that have nothing to do with Trump, they can't fucking handle it. No, and I mean, with the police... I'm stress eating. That's okay. I feel like it's been a, a big issue for a long time. Like, this isn't the first time this has come to light. This continuously gets just put under the rug or pushed off or explained away over and over and I think people are finally tired of it yes you know and it's it's insane that we're all finally talking about it and being like well this injustice is happening to me and me and me and me and me mm -hmm. so we're finally like seeing it oh it's not just like a my problem or it's not just a black people problem it's not just a Latino problem like it's an mm -hmm. all of us problem yeah and I can't Get, like I still don't understand those people that still want to be like, but what about us? All of us matter. We yes. can't just be fighting for all of these people's life or for these particular people's life. It's like that's not what we're saying. My problem with those people isn't that they want to fight for everyone. Like, okay, you know they're just doing all it lives to matter. Be Great. If you truly believe that all lives matter, then what are you doing for all of us? Mm -hmm. You're not doing anything. You're just trying to get us to shut up yeah. but if all lives truly matter to you then like what are you doing for reproductive rights what are you doing for disabilities what are you doing about police brutality right what are you doing about our homeless veterans if you're not doing anything you don't actually believe all lives matter you just 
stuck and want us to be quiet. Mm-hmm. If that's, like, all you got, then you have nothing. Yeah. I mean, I would be all for All Lives Matter if you meant it. Yeah. And if, if I mean, if that were true, then we would be trying to look at this from an intersectional standpoint, right? Yes. We want to make it an evil, an evil, an even playing field for literally yeah. everyone. Yeah. But as the current system is laid out, that's an impossibility. Oh, what is this? I just got a message. I don't like when I get messages. What does it say? I lost my phone. I don't know what I did with it. In your car. No, I, I literally just had it and I put it down. Because I was in the seat cushions of my car. Oh, I oh. chucked it at my bed for some reason. Um, I wanted all my attention for you. It's it's cool. Thank you. I appreciate you being present in this moment. Thank you. I am very present. I'm here. I'm listening. Mm -hmm. I am reacting and uh, taking in what you're saying. Oh, good. Good. But, um, anyways, so I, so yeah, definitely the last month was, well, not only an eye opener, I think, um, anyways, people that wanted to try and make a difference, not necessarily like personally make a difference, but at least try to educate themselves, spent the last month learning and taking things in that you know, our harsh realities. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to say that I was like super involved before, but I have definitely looked more into things that I just wasn't as aware of, mm -hmm. you know, um, like I always knew p police brutality was out there and all of these, but I never really thought about it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, th I think it's more than one of those things that unless it's like at the forefront of what's going on currently, it easily gets pushed aside. Like, come on, we we grew up in in L.A. And during the L.A. riots, your house was on the fucking news during know, the L.A. riots. I know, I was so excited. I was a <laughs> Yeah, so she didn't understand what the L.A. riots were about. I mean, I didn't either. I didn't really even know about them until, like, I was in middle school, I think. I was super stoked about the riots, so I was like, guys, I wish I had that, like, um, on video so I could just be like, this is how dumb I was when I was three. Yeah, I mean, you were three. <laughs> yeah. Your parents were going to say, oh, um, this man was brutally beaten by the police and the community was upset. Yeah. Which, by the way, um, what I kind of like seeing about the latest protest here in Los Angeles was by design, they made sure to stay away uh, from like the poorer areas and they took it straight to where the rich live. Yes. On purpose because I, they didn't want to see the things that happened to their community previously happen to them again. You know what else was I uh, interesting that I found was um, mm -hmm. how much people in the city truly, truly respected Kobe because none of his murals were defaced with graffiti, even if yeah. they were in the middle of where the riots were happening. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah and I was like, that's awesome. Because there were some beautiful murals. Literally, and Kobe's also, like, were like the only ones that weren't. <laughs> I know. Oh, Kobe did my, so much. My favorite, me. my favorite was like everyone going after like the Instagrammable like walls all over LA, like that pink wall everyone needs to take a picture with. Which pink wall? That one was a good one. There's, it's like right outside of Little Tokyo, like next to the art district. It's just a bright pink wall everyone needs to take a picture with. Oh, I've literally never taken a picture with that wall. I, well, I mean, we've never taken it. Why would we take a picture with a bright pink wall? Why the fuck would we stop, you know? But it's like on everybody's Instagram feed. Oh. I don't know. When I go to Little Tokyo, if I take pictures or anything, it's like my food or like some of the art installations. I don't really care. Yeah, about. I don't know why anyone gives a shit about that pink wall. But anyway, somebody tagged Black Lives Matter on it and I was just like, good for you. Good. I see you. 
You know what? What I dislike is people who just mindlessly tagging shit that's not helping anything. The Instagram one, it was just because we need to stop people from taking fucking selfies right now because stop being selfish. I um, am really tired of influential people going in after the riot and, pret- and pretending that they had anything to do with it or that they were there. Yeah. Those people really pissed me off. Like, what's his name, that horrible man? Logan Paul? Oh, fuck Logan Paul. How he, and he the went Paul into, brothers. Like, yeah, both of them suck. But he went into a, uh, a mall after it had gotten looted and was just, like, walking mm-hmm. around. Like, what the Wasn't fuck is Wasn't he problem? stealing shit, too? And it's like, you're rich. What do you need to steal for? Yeah. Just for the clout? Like, get yeah. out. Or that one lady that went to a building that had been, like, broken into and she, like, stood in it and took pictures. Like, lady, get the fuck out of mm-hmm. here. If you're oh not here God. for the movement, get out. Though I did love when um, that Target was burnt down in uh, Minneapolis. Um, the There was all these uh, women that were going in and just like you could tell they knew exactly what they wanted and they went and got that and then bounced. I mean, that was that red. That, I don't know. That's that different because it's just like, you know, they've been wanting that forever. And now they're like, well, fuck Target. Let's go. Yeah. Also, it's just like a like on one side, yeah, fuck the target. On the other side, did it help things? Probably not, but it wasn't necessarily the Black Lives Matter protesters who did it in the first place. Well, here's I my think thing about that. I know, like the riots are not good, looting is not mm-hmm. good, graffiti is not good. But without but that, in the end, it just stuff. Are they getting any? media coverage like right now riots are still happening they had mm-hmm. riots in every because they're peaceful the of july but because they're peaceful no one cares yeah if there was a riot it would still be on the news but like mm-hmm. so it's really a catch-22 like you don't want the riots, thing about the minneapolis the- target thing though was it seemed like those fires were started by other people and not protesters well that's how most of it is Mm-hmm. Most of the looting and most of the, the graffiti and riots isn't the protesters. It's people yeah. going in there trying to discredit the protesters and discredit the right. movement. It's a bunch of bullshit, which yeah. making things kind of like giving us mixed messages, mm-hmm. basically. And you're trying to figure out what what is. The tr- not necessarily what's the truth, but like who is on whose side here? Yeah. Who started what? Because on one side, sure, looting and all of that, it's just stuff. Who gives a shit? Like, even Target was like, it's cool. Black Lives Matter. We can they replace a store. They have insurance. Yeah, exactly. But then you got other people like, condemning it who had like they weren't really affected at all but again those people are just looking for a reason to stop things to like, discredit they just, it they just want to talk they just want to shout out their mouths and say whatever they have to say like we get it you're racist go away yeah you don't need to find a justifiable reason to be racist Mm-hmm. anyways um I think one good thing that's come from this is people that were maybe uh, they weren't involved prior to any of these protests they've kind of taken a step back and educated themselves like like my dad and my brother for instance Mm -hmm. like you know I I I studied a lot of this when I was in school and I would literally have arguments with my brother about what like the definition of racism was and like how you technically can't be racist towards white people just Mm -hmm. because of all the systematic oppression that is implied when you use the word racism yeah it would just be considered prejudice Mm mm-hmm this motherfucker is on fucking Facebook fighting with a bunch of Trumpsters on the daily. Oh, I know. And then I my dad that. like posting. Yeah, that. like first time in forever I've ever seen Calvin post so much. 
Yeah, I mean, he barely posts anything in the first place, and now it's like he has something for every day. Yeah. And then, and then he just likes fucking with, well, dumb people, basically. Mm-hmm. And arguing with them. I mean, he's using his privilege. He looks like a white boy, so good for him. Yeah. And then my dad, who I didn't even think he gave a shit about police brutality or racism or any of that. Because, I mean, he he's as white as uh, Mexicans come. Yeah. I mean, he's literally half white and he just looks completely white. I know that. And, like, he was telling me... Told me I watched it and I was like, oh shit, this is really deep. I had never seen it, but like I knew what the 13th Amendment was. Oh, I just watched this really good documentary on the 13th Amendment. Like I had no, like no knowledge of any of that, he told Which basically made the prison slave labor okay. Yeah. And made them want to fucking arrest everybody people so we yeah so we particularly minorities and black people in particular to make sure we never lose slave labor and it was just like i'm glad he's staying learning because like i'm not gonna lie i kind of doubted oh yeah for sure if he, if he even gave a shit you know it's like one of those things where you're not really especially if you don't grow up in a um like a multi-ethnic household i think it's you're not sure if like your white family members like where they stand exactly yeah i think this is definitely one of those situations where you can't stay on the sidelines and not have an opinion Mm -hmm. you know you can't coast by with this i don't think we're like generation and generation z we're not letting that happen anymore Exactly. Family members get away with just like not saying anything. Hmm. I'm kind of like it's one of these another one of these instances where I'm weirdly glad like certain family members have passed away because I know this would be an issue today. Oh yeah, like my grandpa. Yeah, my grandpa too. (laughs) (laughs) We would. He's just like. This, this would have been something we'd have a falling out over. Yeah, that's why. Is it weird that I'm like, I'm glad he's dead because I would probably hate him after this. Yeah. No. I don't want to, I don't want to tarnish the nice memories I have of my grandpa with having exactly. to face the reality that he's a racist. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least we could recognize that, you know? Oh, yeah. I could tell you without a doubt, like, I know where my grandpa would stand on this situation. Mm-hmm. And it's not the same platform I would take. Mm-hmm. And it would probably be something that would destroy my idea of him. Well, my grandpa, he was literally the darkest person in his entire family. Like, his mom, she was she was a fucking white Mexican. But he was dark. So, like, I imagine that there was a lot of self-loathing in that sense. Because they definitely... I think in just Latino culture in general, they kind of put an emphasis on... White people right. that look more yeah white is uh more attractive to them mm-hmm. and like the darker you are it's not as attractive yeah and you know that gets that gets ingrained in you oh i know and that makes you hate anyone who's darker than you automatically i think there's a lot of that fuck. in our culture and also mm-hmm. well it goes back to the caste system mm-hmm. of just who's top tier and who isn't, you know? Yeah. We're basically ranked by skin color. Yeah. <sighs> it's all fucked. But goddamn. I mean... Shit, shit is, shit is happening, though. Oh, yeah. It took, it took so much, but shit is happening. I just hope that, um... God, I just don't want it to lose momentum, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's just, and then I don't so want to take it to a place where we were before this administration mm-hmm. and think that we have made progress because that's not progress to get back where we were. Mm-hmm. We need and to then get- it's all complicated because we're fucking COVID. Yes, but I think in a sense, like COVID also helped mm-hmm. because it definitely because everyone was home with ideas. We were mm-hmm. able to see what was really happening 
and get momentum behind the movement because so many people were at home and could go out and protest mm -hmm. and could do research and, you know, write articles, yeah. make videos and record the police. And mm -hmm. so, um, thanks COVID for that. Yeah. Well, also not to mention that COVID is disproportionately like hurting people of color more than any other mm -hmm. group. And that's a like, whole other issue is the medical yeah. profession and how they treat people of color. Mm -hmm. I know when uh, I got tested, I had to go like to freaking the Martin Luther King Jr. Hospital, like what, right outside of Watts. Mm -hmm. And they had like a multicultural staff, but they were like so like overwhelmed. Like I was in a line that only went like around a block for two hours waiting to get tested in my car. And there's like people on foot and it was, I mean, Jesus, they're doing good work there, but God damn, they no, need a lot more resources. They need a lot more staff. Unfair, like the way that resources get split up. Mm -hmm. It's awful. It's, like, it's set up so that rich neighborhoods get more money than poor neighborhoods. Yeah. You, would, you would hope it would be the opposite. But mm -hmm. more neighborhoods have minorities than them, and they don't give a fuck about minorities. That's true. <sighs> but I hope, I mean, people are staying safe as they continue to protest, but I'm also hoping that just because this is still, they we're still technically in a pandemic that, um, I mean, you're staying safe, but you're also continuing to do what you can. Yeah, it's definitely a catch. I mean, twenty-two. Not. I mean, you don't necessarily need to be out in the streets protesting, but like you could be signing petitions every day, watching those videos on YouTube that are just earning money, but via ad revenue for Black Lives Matters, calling people, letting them know that you yeah. feel certain ways. I mean, that's what I was doing during, like, what, the second week of my quarantine? Because mm -hmm. I literally had nothing else to do. I would just have the video going on. And as long as it's, like, turned up a little bit, because you have to make sure your volume isn't at zero. Because yeah. YouTube knows. You have to have it turned up a little bit. You're, you have that content going, and it will gain ad revenue for that so i mean i hope that video is still up it's still earning money but um i'm going to link the black lives matter uh link card so people can check out resources on what they can do they don't necessarily want to go out to protest because it's unsafe but um yeah i mean that's what i can do personally right now like i'm still not a hundred percent with my lung capacity like i every every other day i'm doing a breathing treatment on my little nebulizer thing like it it's this sucks yeah so i'm not telling people to like ditch quarantine and just go out in the streets and do whatever that's exactly what she's saying yes go get infected Bring the illness to Capitol Hill. Get everyone sick. I mean, they're going to do that That's enough. That's how we started with dumb rallies. That's true. What Trump Jr.'s girlfriend just... She just caught it. Oh, maybe good. She, maybe she spread it. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. So, um, because one of the symptoms I had was I had the loss of uh, taste for the longest time. Oh, I couldn't taste spice. She's probably had it for years then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I couldn't taste spice. I kept wondering, if I were to get pepper sprayed, would it hurt? Yes. I did not um, try it, but like, in um, wouldn't that be a cool, like, random COVID superpower to have during a time when we're all protesting and the police are attacking us with pepper spray? God. <laughs> random thoughts. The places your mind goes. Yeah, well, I mean, I had 
just so much time to myself. What else am I gonna do? That's true. <sighs> but I do. I want. I want people to know that we weren't just like sitting back and chilling because we didn't want to be part of the conversation. I think. Well, one side, I was kind of incapacitated. Like literally, I could not speak without losing my breath. Still having trouble with that. But also, like. Well, thing, there's too much going on that I don't want to kind of misspeak on things that I really have no business addressing. Yes. So, I definitely, I think we took the time in the last month to kind of learn where our place is in the movement. And then see what we could do. And... Yes, it's not enough, but it is a start. And I just... I don't want to move forward without addressing what's happening. Yeah. Yes. But goddamn. Yeah, it's been... It's been rough. It's been rough. Mm-hmm. But, like, damn. We, I mean, what we've experienced in the last few weeks is only a smidge of what Black people have been dealing with since the beginnings of this country. Yeah. So, if you think we're exhausted, they're even more so. So, like, we got we got nowhere to talk, you know? No, and there's definitely, there's so much room for change. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think, as white-passing people, we need to use whatever privilege we have to kind of uplift their voices, Mm -hmm. not speak over them, and, you know, address this. Yes. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to learn um, a lot more about checking my own privilege and also how to be a good ally, I think, is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not acting like this movement is about me, but helping people that it actually affects. Mm-hmm. Which I shouldn't laugh, but I think that is something that a lot of people don't understand as allies. This isn't about you. Yeah. But we have to offer ourselves as help to lift Mm -hmm. others. I mean, yeah, I I definitely think that's where we need to start. Mm -hmm. Also, like, this, this is this this I mean this is moving into um, everything going on with Vanessa Guillen. Mm-hmm. How fucked up is is it that the day before Independence Day you find out what actually happened to this poor girl? Yeah, like, but at least literally there was nothing to celebrate this year. Oh no, there was mm-hmm. nothing to celebrate like this country is a mess and there's so like already i was not going to celebrate because literally fireworks are my the bane of my existence because of my lung issues currently Mm -hmm. but like goddamn on top of that yeah like um i forgot what the name of the documentary was this was one of the last movies that um they made me watch before, um, like, the, like the last course I took before I graduated, uh-huh. we had to watch on, um, it was a documentary about women who've suffered abuse in the military and basically them, the military trying to cover it up. If mm-hmm. I find, if I find, remember the name of it, I will post it in the description so people could check it out. I'm pretty sure it's free on YouTube. I'm pretty sure that's where I saw it. But, like, I mean, that's been out for, 
I don't know how many years already. And then people, some people are saying that this is like the first that they're hearing of it. It's like, no, this no. has been going on. This has been an ongoing issue with the military. And they're mm -hmm. always like, well, if you're a woman in the military, you gotta expect you're gonna get harassed. And it's like, why? Mm -hmm. Why would I have to expect that if I'm fighting for my country? That you're gonna treat me yeah. like shit all the time. It's like, you're already targeting freaking minorities and people that come from low-income families. And then you give them all of these promises. That you're never gonna deliver on. Yeah. And then you're just gonna treat them like shit the entire time that they're serving their country. And then when they complain like, about being treated like shit, you chastise them? And you make their lives living hells. Or you fucking kill them. Mm-hmm. Like... It's fucked up. It's super fucked up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but, like... You definitely know this was all an inside job. Because the girl was definitely, like, found... Covered in cement, bludgeoned to death, on base. Yeah, it's like where did this wet cement come from? Did no one think it was weird? Mm-hmm. And then already, like one of the um, suspects killed themselves. Mm-hmm. So you know, shit happened and. The girl who reported her friend missing, who also was part of the military, she suddenly dies in a car accident? Mm hmm Like... Come on. They, right now, there are no coincidences. I'm sorry. No. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And what do they think? We're just gonna, like, pretend? Oh, okay, that girl's dead, and it's done. Mm-hmm. Like, th this is the shit we need to be fighting. Yeah. Breaking down. The, the systems of white patriarchy, like, need to go. I also think we need to break down the idea that in this country, you can't be a patriot if and want the country to evolve. Mm hmm Like, this idea that America's perfect? No. Wouldn't it make you more of a patriot to want to see America become perfect? Yeah. Like, live up to the dream that you like to sell to people? Like, what do you- I mean, granted the Founding Fathers are fucking terrible people, but like, what the fuck you think that they were doing? They were trying to do their best to find ways to improve this country as- as it was- as it was beginning. I, I cannot and imagine that the, the tyranny that they faced is worse than the tyranny we are facing yeah. now. So, like, if they're patriots for trying to, like, put new systems in place to c govern a country, like, why are we not for wanting better? Yeah. You know? Like, what the fuck? Ugh. I'm just, I'm fed up. I'm yeah. fed up. Also, like, I'm just like hyper aware of how selfish literally every single person in this country is now. Mhm. Mm Cuz if you're not speaking up about any of this and also you're not like there's there's people that are just like still trying to make do their normal lives like nothing is going on. But also ignoring that there's a fucking pandemic and not wearing their mask and it's just like people need to stop being so fucking self-centered. I don't understand how people are, like, ignoring the pandemic and ignoring Black Lives Matter. I'm like, really? You're mm -hmm. ignoring both things? How? Like, just stop. What else is even happening? Like, there's nothing to do currently. And just, you're still trying to pretend like there's nothing going on? Like, overthrow the government. Fuck. Come on. Yes. Yes. What yes. else are you even doing? Mm hmm Get on the bandwagon. Fight for mm -hmm. black rights. Like... 
There's nothing good on Netflix. Go to a protest. Yes. I'm sorry, like, everything is all over the place as far as thought-wise goes. Like, I didn't, I didn't, like... We definitely didn't pre-plan what we were going to talk about other than let's talk about what happened in the last month. <sighs> but it's just all over the place. My feelings, my emotions, my all over the place. everything. This country's all over the place. Yeah. But no, like, definitely. That's um, just the self-centeredness of literally every single person in this country. I mean, us included, we're pretty self-centered. Oh yeah, for sure. But, like, it just makes it, like, so embarrassingly obvious about how self-centered our culture is mm -hmm. that, like, why? Why? We are so self-centered. We are refusing to wear masks because of how ridiculously self-centered this country is. Mm -hmm. We just don't understand the concept of helping others here. <sighs> yeah. It's like, we feel like if we help yeah. others, we are taken away from ourselves. Mm-hmm. Which, in a, in a weird way, I think is kind of uh, different from, like, how I was raised. But I think it's because of, like, you know, my mom's family being, like, first generation. They were dependent on other people's help to get by in this country. Yeah, prior sure. so they would continue to help other people after they were already established mm -hmm. so the fact that like we're seeing other people that we thought came from similar backgrounds kind yeah. of not doing the same it's just weird to me you know it's, yeah no i feel the same way i'm just like how do you not want to help like how do you not understand how the masks work or mm -hmm. like why are you doing this I don't get it. Like my, like my grandma, she was like literally in our neighborhood. The one who would give, like, she would give her friends their insulin shots because she was like the trained nurse of them, and she was the lady you would go to when it came to for like medical advice that you didn't need to go to a doctor for, you know? Yeah. And so it's just like I don't know, like. Can't we can't we just do like the fucking bare minimum to like take care of other people? Yeah. If I could fucking breathe in the mask, literally everybody else can. Cuz like I have fucking emphysema lung right now. I know people are like you can't breathe in it, but like that doesn't make any sense. You get used to them. I mean, we we had them on for hours and like you kind of forget about it. People wear them all the time. They're not new. Mm -hmm. It's not the a nurses fucking do it all. Yeah. And it's just like God, and most of the time people don't even have to wear them that long because they're just using them at the grocery store and stuff, mm -hmm. and then going straight home since they have to. They have nowhere else to go. Yeah. So I don't understand. I don't understand. No, I don't. I don't get it. I'm like, what are you doing that you can't breathe? Are you running? Yeah. But there are people that also running with weird masks. Those ones are like oh, with the simulate like higher altitudes or something. Yeah. People pay yeah, a lot of money to be able not to breathe while they run. It's for training or something. So like when they actually do run without the mask, like they're fucking great at it. Well, and their lungs don't get tired or some shit. I don't fucking know. I have no idea. It's an endurance thing. Yeah, I don't run with those things. I also I don't, don't run. run. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. But uh, like people, if you aren't, please register to vote. Like yes. right now that's definitely like something that people could be doing if they don't want to leave their house is registering to vote i know in california everybody is getting the mail-in ballot whether they signed up or not just because pandemic but um register to vote and if you know you're not in california it's not automatic sign up for the mail-in ballot and do that 
please and look into your voting issues prior to going to the polls. You, you get practice ballots for a reason. If you register to vote and send me proof, I will send you a candy bar. She will send you a candy bar. Mm -hmm. and, um, th that's her promise, not mine. I have no money. She I will does. send you a candy bar. Can I get a candy bar for everyone who um, signs up? Like, will you get an equal amount of candy bars as to what I'm sending out? Maybe. It depends on how many people sign up. I mean, it. sure. Okay. Like, are you gonna... Okay. Yeah, you have to at least put out something to be like, register to vote, so that way you earn the candy bars? Um, I will... I d decided yesterday I'm going to um, try doing drag as uh, my alter ego, which is just me, but um, with the fancy name, Sophia Hemophilia, which is my Twitter handle. Um, I'm, that's my drag queen name. I'm going to start doing that, but I'll, uh, I'll dress up in drag and tell people to vote okay. and register. And okay. then that, that's me doing my part. And then I'll be a modern day... Um, uh, I guess what, what would you call them? A mascot for voting? Suffragette? Sure. Not a suffragette. Fuck the suffragettes. That's what a mascot for voting is, though. I know the, the suffragettes sucked, but like that's what your—that's what the word was, right? Uh, I forgot what they're called. Okay. No, I mean, they're not a mascot. They I mean, they're a symbol. But I mean, like, you know, how Rosie the Riveter is a mascot for, like, you know, working hard while the men are away. You know, but for voting. But as a drag queen. I don't think that exists, whatever you're talking about. No, because some of the drag queens were, like, go vote. Yeah, I'm just, I'm gonna do that. Okay. And then I'll hold up a ballot box like, Bitch, did you vote? No tacos for you. Mm. That'll be my slogan. Is the taco your vagina? No. Oh, okay. No. Natalie, I'm asexual. At this point, uh, we should just know that that's never what I mean. <laughs> oh. Goddamn. I do be stressed eating these airhead gummies, though. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm just... Uh. People, please, just recognize if you're being self-centered or not. And then look to see what you can do. Yes. Even if it's like the bare minimum, at least do something. Watch a documentary. Educate somebody else. Recommend that documentary to somebody else. Get the word out, you know? It's just, it's not enough to um, just be like, here's some uh, performative shit. I posted some things on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Sign petitions, watch shit, tell people about it. Vote. Um, vote. If vote. you can protest, if you feel safe enough to protest, protest. Also, do not be sneaking into random yards where school districts keep their buses and tag Black Lives Matter across them and think that you've done well. You have not. You're literally doing the opposite for the movement. Yeah. Because first of all, you're white, you're privileged, and you're making the Black Lives Matter movement look bad. So fuck you. Except for that Instagram wall that deserved it. Yes. Because you know what? Schools are already underfunded. Yes. Stop fucking with that shit. That p building with that pink wall. I'm pretty sure it's like a boutique store or something. That no one gives a shit about. Yeah, it's something They dumb. got insurance. Ugh. Also, if anyone tags a Kobe murals, you're probably going to get beat up. Yes, for sure. So don't even consider it. 
I mean, say what you will about Kobe, but sure, he might have done some bad, but he also did a lot of good. Mm -hmm. Especially for the co local communities, so. I'm just saying. Don't touch them. Yes. Anyways, um, Paul apologizes for not being able to sit down on this episode. His, lit his literally his internet was not letting him. He's been messaging us throughout it, but know that he shares these sentiments. He's with you, as are we all. Yeah. Okay, Daniel got that shift covered. Cool. Uh, but yeah, check your privilege. Do what you can. Educate yourself. Stay woke, y'all. And um, you have you have any recommendations, Natalie? I mean, I definitely recommend that movie, The Thirteenth Amendment, that my dad recommended, which I was surprised about. It's on Netflix. Eva DuVernay directs it. Really good. It's a little. It's a little hard to. Um, you know, I do actually to sit through. I do have but, one. I mean, it difficult shit that everyone needs to learn. But go on. Um, actually, uh, if you guys haven't, I would recommend you watch Disclosure on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah, the one, uh, the Laverne Bl Bl Cox documentary, yeah, right? It's a, it's a. It's not too long. Maybe an hour, an hour and a half, and it just. Uh, has a uh, trans activists and trans actors, people that are in the um, movie and television business, kind of talking about the trans experience. Um, mm -hmm. It really opens your eyes to the like how we view trans people in media. You're right, and you know, um, it, it's it's all trans people talking about it, so there aren't other people that come in and try to tell you about the trans experience it's trans people talking about being trans it's really mm -hmm. good i i really enjoyed uh, it it really opened my eyes to things that i didn't notice as someone that's um not only not in the trans community but someone who like i love media i absolutely adore television and um i feel like i'm a movie buff and then there's a lot of things that you don't even notice that are really destructive to trans people. Mm -hmm. So please watch Disclosure. Um, a, a comic series that I want to recommend is uh, March by uh, Senator John Lewis. He's either senator or congressman, but John Lewis, he, he wrote it. Um, it's about his life and uh, basically the start of the civil rights movement and how he became involved and how these little acts of protest turned into a much bigger thing. And I don't know, I just think it's something that is a little bit more lighthearted and a good place to start for people that aren't really familiar with any sort of activism that want to start getting involved as a kind of way to encourage them more. Yeah. So definitely check that out. Um, I also think he made like a sequel series to March because it's March's three comics. And then he has another series called Run, which is about him getting started into politics following his civil rights career. I have not read that, but I have heard good things. Oh, cool. Sounds good. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there was definitely some things in there that were pretty eye-opening, particularly like he talked about um, how in Georgia where he grew up that like dirt roads weren't paved unless a white person needed to utilize them. And I had just seen like an ad, uh, an ad for, I believe, somewhere in Kentucky where this guy was talking about how he doesn't give a shit about what Politic politicians promise him until somebody finally decides to pave the dirt road that he lives on. And I was just like, that is currently happening, and that's still... What? That's How crazy. do we still have dirt roads? Yeah. And, and that, that, really that just kind of stood out to me. No, I... So my mom is from Guatemala, 
and she lives in a village that has completely dirt roads so i do understand because they just paved their roads and my mom was so proud to finally have paved roads in her village the government didn't even do it the people got together and had to pay to have them come out and pave the town and like Jeez. she would show me videos of people pouring cement and i was like cool mom it didn't even occur to me that like how big of a thing that might be for her because i've mm -hmm. always lived in an area with paved roads yes yeah, i mean same like even like my grandparents they had like a farm in the middle of nowhere new mexico they had a fucking paved road out yeah. front like it definitely doesn't make any fucking sense yeah it's definitely one of the things that makes you like look at your privilege and be like oh you don't even recognize that that is a privilege until you realize there are many people that are going without that you know mm -hmm. so it's definitely you just things like that are kind of what are i think help people realize like how good they actually have it but also that you need to help fight for people to just get those simple basic necessities you know what i mean yeah because <sighs> like shit roads by now should be a given it's part of your fucking infrastructure yeah you know but goddamn. So yeah, check those out. Please stay away from white savior movies like The Help. What was the other one? Green Book. Please don't watch Green Book. Um There's prob there's probably countless others, but you know. There are many lists online of movies you should watch instead of those. If I can find them before I post this episode, I will post them in the link. Um, I will tr tr do my best to put the right links up and make sure it's not just an empty space. Because what the fuck else do I got going on? You know? True. True. And oh, uh, next week we'll probably be back with a regular episode. I just di I didn't want to come back with a regular episode and not address this because like what was going on not make you guys think that we just ignore it yeah um there's just there was too much going on to like not dedicate an entire episode to it you know what I mean mm -hmm. granted there was no structure to this episode but do, do any of our episodes have structure are we structured people no, no, we're very disorganized. Deal mm -hmm. with it. Um, if Paul has any recommendations, I will give you links to those. And... Yeah. So, stay woke, everyone. Educate yourselves. Educate everyone around you. Um, if they won't, don't want to be educated, they're trash. You should drop them. Yeah. You don't need that negativity in your life. And, um... Please wear your mask. Think about everybody else before you think about yourself. Yes. Just, just Please leave. Wear your mask. I mean, that's like the that's like the most basic thing right now. And also, um, if you're gonna be deciding to go out to any restaurants or establishments, well, um, you're. You still in quarantine technically. Please be nice. Please to consider the that most there. of these people are not getting hazard pay, so tip them and um, be, be nice. nice to them. They're risking their lives. They literally are. You fucking assholes. All right. <laughs> um, we're we're basically at an hour, so I'm gonna right. say we're good. Are yeah, we good? I think we did it. We did it. We guys. did it. We did it. Hurry, hurry. Hooray! Um, bye. Paul says bye too. Bye! Bye! Do okay. Bye! <laughs> that Paul? <laughs> bye! <laughs>